Hello and welcome to the Title Pending Podcast. I'm your host, Listen Every Week. Kind of, sort of. My name is Willow. Your name is whatever your name is. I have no hair anymore. Welcome to the podcast. It has been a rough, however long. I cannot hear myself. There we go. Um, it's been a rough, uh, week, I guess you could say. Um, not for any reason in particular. It's just, it's been dreary and lonely more than anything. Um, and I got so tired of it that I shaved my head. Um, those of you who followed me in 2017 know what's up. Um, this is the second time I've done this. And we'll see how long it takes for me to miss it. Um, but now I'm starting over again, which is, like, totally fine. Um even though I worked for three years to grow it out to where it was before I shaved it. But, um, I think I needed it. I think it was cleansing. I think I'm going to bleach it all and hopefully turn it red or, you know, attempt to. But, um, it's been kind of difficult for me, um, to find any sort of motivation to do anything. Um, I skipped... My, I skipped a podcast last week, um, because of the election, mostly, and, and I guess, I didn't really plan to do it, but I didn't want to do it until the election was over, because I didn't want to talk about it until I knew what was going to happen, um, which, like, I kind of could have predicted this, I think, um, everything that happened, I would not put it past Trump, um, to let this kind of thing happen. And I know we're all very tired of what he has to say, and you know we're all done with it as far as i as far as I know as well as far as the people I concern myself with are aware um we're all done <laughs> um but apparently he's blocking out information from being transferred from him to Biden. He is not taking a loss well, which like we never expected him to I don't think hello I don't think any of us expected um him to take this loss well, but he really did set himself up for failure, um, I think, just by running again. Um, I'm glad it only took four years for the country to realize what a shit ship he was running. Um, and I'm tired of it, but it's gonna be a weird transition period, obviously, and a weird couple of months until the inauguration, and then we can finally, um, pretend Trump never happened and move on. No, I'm just kidding. We can't pretend it never happened. That's something that, like, I've seen a lot of joking about, like, oh, finally, like, coherent sentences, and we'll be able to actually understand what's going on in our country again. Like, first of all, no, you won't. Our country is not gonna fucking go back to whatever it was before Trump just because he's out of office. It's not gonna- it's gonna take more than four years to repair any damage that he's done, unfortunately. Um... And I'm, I'm sure people are going to quickly become aware of that. My dad had, um, my dad was making a joke earlier. He said that we should all just move, um, to a different White House and just let Trump's people think that they're still in charge, um, and just kind of ignore them. And honestly, I feel like that's the, the, probably the best way to do it. Um, however, his supporters are the type of people to, uh, make sure you're listening to him. So that's scary. Um. I am tired of election talk. I'm so exhausted by just seeing everything all the time, and I know it's a privileged thing to be able to turn it off, and I try to take in as much as I can, but 
it gets overwhelming after a while. You can only take so much before you're just done with politics and with the holidays coming up and, you know, the entire country wanting to talk about what the fuck is going on right now. You know, they're, they're just, there are better things that could be done right now. And talking about politics and, you know, demanding recounts in places like fucking Georgia are not going to do you any good right now. Um, I just can't wait until every single lawsuit that's, um, he's been, you know, avoiding while in office just bites him in the ass right away. I'm hoping he ends up in prison. Um, so like, I don't know. I have, I have pretty big expectations for what's going to happen to him, you know? Uh, what else? I don't, honestly, things have been weird. I, I haven't done much and it's a really sad thing to see myself go through again. Um, because like, I mean, it happens every year, but when I don't have something to occupy my time, it gets worse. Like, last year this time I had a full-time job. Or like, a, I had more hours at this point. I think I, I wasn't full-time yet. But now I don't have a full-time job and I work like two, three days a week for like six hours if I'm lucky. Um, so having all this time to myself and trying to figure out what to do with it has become painstaking. Um, I was supposed to see my friend today, Haley was supposed to sleep over, and River decided to show symptoms of COVID yesterday, so I had to cancel. We all got tested. I'll hopefully have my results tomorrow, so I can hopefully do something with my day tomorrow, but lately it's just been a whole bunch of nothing. Um, which sucks. Um, <laughs> but when you're in the middle of a pandemic and... You got nowhere to be. It just becomes very upsetting to sit in your room and do nothing by yourself. Um, so it's something I'm still definitely working on. But, uh... I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Um, Halsey's book came out and I got my copy. It's called I Would Leave Me If I Could. It's a collection of poetry. I was expecting pictures in the book. But other than that, I'm not just, like, usually I'm very scared to buy poetry books from celebrities, or buy books in general from celebrities, if I'm being honest. But poetry is a very touchy subject, obviously, for me, because, you know, I write as well. I know Halsey's a musician, so I, I had pretty high hopes for it because she can write and she, you know, I like her writing and I already know that. I was just afraid that her poetry was going to be like Tumblr-esque or like, but no, it's, it's actually super incredible and, you know, I don't even know why I would expect any less from her. She's fucking insane. Um, there are 132 poems in here, um, counting the introduction. And it's about a 133-page book. So the, the poems are about half a page to a full page, sometimes a page and a half if you're lucky. Um, as f I'm only a few poems in. I'm on page 13 right now. So it's I don't have, like, a, the best grasp on, like, if they are all, 
you know, somehow related or if they're the same subject matter, but poetry books are, like, my go-to when I'm feeling, like, I should be doing something important but don't have the energy to do anything important. I'm like, oh, I want to read, but, like, I can't focus on a story right now. I'll read a poetry book. I'll read a few poems. And the cover art's really nice. I like the way the cover feels. I do still want the Target exclusive copy. I gotta get my hands on one of those. Um, but yeah, no, I'm super pumped about it. And I've been working on my own poetry book, which is saying something, because, like, that shit's been hard. Um, I've read tweets that Watsky is going to be trying to come out with a second book. I don't know if that's going to be poetry or if that's going to be more essays, but either way, obviously, it's on my list. Um, what else has been going on? Honestly, like, I got a flat tire the other day. That was fun. Um, I genuinely wanted to do this podcast with Haley and I wanted to, like, play a game or something. That way I didn't have to, like, keep y'all entertained by myself. But, like, obviously that didn't happen. So I've been trying to think of things to say to you to keep y'all entertained. But nothing's really happened. I don't have stories. I'm getting to the point where my life is just wake up, watch Criminal Minds go to sleep. Which is super upsetting to me, I think. Um, wow, this is... I don't want to say this is, like, me being uninspired, but I guess, it, I guess it could be that. It's just nothing is happening. Everything is happening. There's a ton of stuff to talk about, but, like, I don't, I don't even know where to start. It's just, I am so tired all the time. All I do is look at TikToks and tweet at Haley Williams, usually. So, that's what my life has consisted of. Um, So, I'll record the rest of this when I have something to say. (laughs) I have returned and I am releasing my inhibitions, so to speak. Feel the rain on your skin. Just kidding. Um, so one thing I have discovered while, um, you know, taking a break. Uh, quarantine's done something to me. Quarantine. And honestly, just life in general. Of being someone who thrives off of creativity and, you know, the experiences of myself and others. And just, you know, I, I learned by doing, I guess you could say. It's been really difficult for me to learn anything, or make anything, or do anything, but it has amplified my need to be a manic pixie dream girl, or in my case, not girl. Let me explain. <laughs> this is this is something that like is is only gonna make sense to a certain few. Um, I'm sure a lot of us suffer from main character syndrome. Um, I'm, I'm sure most of my friends do. Uh, we all think we're the main character of our own little story, I guess. Um, none of us are important, by the way. None of them. Like, they're important to me, I'm important to them, but we're not, like, significant people in the world. You know what I mean? So. To think any of us are the main characters outside of, you know, our own tiny little stories is a little funny. But I've realized, like living like one and like being able to just do things especially now that I'm 20 years old and I have a car and you know independence I have a job I have my own money and all this other stuff 
and you want to be the person that 13-year-old you wanted to be, because you can, and then the pandemic just took it away from me. This is my first year of, like, being someone that isn't just seen as a teenager. I guess I am considered an adult. I've been considered an adult for a full two years now, almost three. I'll be 21 in February. And I've had no formative experience. I'm not in college, which, like, I was thinking about going back until the pandemic hit, even just to, like, just because I'm not in work full, I'm not working full time, so I can, I have the time to go, but I'm not going to do it online. It's not going to happen online because I don't have the attention span for that. So I'm still not in school. Um, I got demoted, so I'm part-time now. So I have all this free time to go out and do things. And I can't go out and do things because it's a fucking pandemic. Don't get me wrong. I'll go to the mall every once in a while or I'll, like, get food. But I'm not, like, spending the day out in the city walking around outside. Like, I don't want to wear a mask all day. None of us really do. I'm good sitting inside doing nothing until I realize, oh, I'm wasting my life. Or I think I'm wasting my life. I know I'm not wasting my life. Life is kind of on pause right now for everybody, for a lot of people anyway. And I guess I shouldn't complain, because I have all this free time to do whatever I want. But it, it just gets lonely, not having, like, a routine to stick to, or places to be, or people to hang out with. It's, it just gets lonely and sad. And then, like, you don't have any motivation to do anything, or you have all this motivation and no way to execute it. That's been a big thing for me lately, especially in the past, like, week or two. It's been a lot of ideas. Excuse you. A lot of ideas and not a lot of execution, which is kind of bumming me out. Like, a lot of, like, things in the works and just never becoming completed, which I guess is a side effect of being bipolar and having manic episodes. But we won't talk about that right now. We don't even talk about that. Uh, people are texting me. Um. Sorry, I am trying to plan something. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, it's been a lot of, like, urges to, like, write poetry and record things and write songs even and, like, work on a story and draw and paint and all this stuff and then I just don't do it because I don't have the energy or, you know, I have all this energy and I just don't want to move things around. I don't know. I always make excuses for myself. Sometimes I end up doing something I want to do. A lot of the time I'm just filled with all this fucking nervous energy and I have no idea where to expel it. So it's really stressful. It gets on my nerves quite a bit. Um, so I've been smoking a lot of weed to calm down and relax and chill and, you know, seeing my friends when I can, all things considered. We're all being safe. We're all in each other's little inner circles at this point. But, like, I don't know. It's also gotten really lonely in the in the dating world, I guess you could say. I haven't... I, I don't date usually anyway. I never dated in high school. I had one serious girlfriend. Um... I had one serious girlfriend after high school. We didn't date for that long. Um, um, but yeah, so... I don't know, I've been really lonely on that front, so I've been thinking of, like, oh, I should, like, maybe make a Tinder again, and then I'm like, no, it's the middle of a pandemic, and then I'm like, well, then how am I going to date people? And I'm like, well, I'm not going to date people because that's not smart right now. 
it's hard being a young person wanting to do young people things and being completely incapable of doing so. And I'm sure a lot of people listening are like, yeah, yeah, we're all going through that. You're not special. And I know I'm not. I know I'm not. No, I'm not claiming to be special. It's just, it's also frustrating because I know it's probably not going to end anytime soon. Because <laughs> um, I have this bad habit of keeping up with the news sometimes. And um, <sighs> it's rough. Uh, corona is you know, in the middle of its second wave, supposedly, or, about, like, about to be in its second wave. Which is scary enough. But when you have a whole new election and, like, a new president coming in and leaving, if, you know, Trump ever actually exits the fucking White House, which, who knows at this point, it's just, it's a recipe for disaster, I guess you could say. Because, like, vaccines are being made... And they're planning on, like, trying to release them. But if Trump doesn't share the information that he has with Biden, that could delay that, which could probably end up killing people because they need the vaccine so badly. Um, you know. Which, like, this... Trump also hasn't, like, addressed us as a country publicly beyond Twitter since the election. Um, he has not conceded. So, technically, like, he's still running for president. He's not going to win. He's demanding recounts in all former red states that went blue, pretty much. And he's probably going to demand it from the 50th, like, all 50 states. But it's also been one of the most secure election processes ever. There was no chance of there needing to be a recount. There was no sign of tampering he's just accusing whoever he can because he wants to be president still and he doesn't take loss well excuse me i'm gonna blow my nose i could have done that away from the microphone but like why would i do that when my brand is to just be disgusting all the time <laughs> but yeah so you know just a little constant panic um just some some political panic for you to uh breathe in and out that uh, we will be doing for quite a bit. I know that, you know, we have until January to uh, get him out of here, I guess, but, like, Biden needs the information. And, like, have, watching Trump's people turn on him because they are finally realizing how fucking ridiculous he's being not sharing this information and claiming, like, oh, it doesn't really matter who our president is. They need this information so they can protect us as a country. He's also just avoiding all the lawsuits that are going to bite him in the ass when he finally steps foot outside the White House. Real life is going to catch up with him real fast because somehow you're immune if you're running a country, which doesn't make any sense. I mean, it does if you realize that our country was built on corruption anyway, but if, you have, if you're just basing it on human decency, it doesn't make any sense. Which sucks. Won't lie about that. That sucks real bad. Um... And we're in for a ride. So if you guys want to wear skirts with me to the Second Civil War, that would be cool. Just um, text me, message me. Um, we can plan if we're doing like maxi skirts or like mini skirts or if we're going to wear fishnets and what we're going to do for shoes um, and like what kind of guns you want to arm yourselves with, um, which walmart do you want to rob first you know what i mean like so we're all gonna like have a campfire and we're gonna like learn how to tie 
different types of knots and we're going to learn how to read a compass because we're going to need to because the world is going to end. Um, so everybody stay safe out there if you can because holy shit, things about to go down. And I'm pumped, but at the same time, I'm fucking terrified, obviously, because, like, it's it's crazy to me that, like, people who are Trump supporters are like, oh, we have guns. Like, if there were to be a war, like, we'd win. We are, we're armed. Like, do you think for a second if we wanted to get guns, we couldn't? Because we support, I don't understand. That doesn't automatically make us incapable of getting guns because we don't support the lack of gun control. We could take advantage of the lack of gun control and prove that there's a lack of gun control. I don't know. I don't know. I feel as though there's a lot that um they're missing in that scenario. We're not all pacifists. Not all, like, I'm not a Democrat, I'm, I'm not, like, either way, I'm, I'm a leftist, but, like, like, they, they think that Democratic people are, like, these hippy-dippy, like, incap- like, dumbass, liberal, like, liberal and, I don't know, they, it's human decency, man. That's the difference. You know, and even Democrats now don't really have human decency or really any empathy at all. But, like, in my experience, until, like, the past ten years, like, my limited knowledge consisted of Democrat, nice, Republican, mean. That was it. That's all I knew. Red, bad. Blue, good. (laughs) And as I've grown up, I've realized both bad, but one little better than the other. By a teeny tiny bit. And when I mean teeny tiny bit, if you ask both sides for your rights, the Republican would say no exclamation point, and the Democrat would say no heart emoji. You know what I mean? Like, it's not much better, but it softens the blow a little bit. I don't know, it's... American democracy is a scam. We all knew that, I think. But liberal people are almost just as hypnotized as Trump supporters and avid Republicans. Maybe a little less, but to completely blindly trust in democracy after what you've seen, especially the last four years, but mostly like the last decade or two, post 9-11 maybe, I don't know. The government's been corrupt forever. Reagan was a horrible president. Nixon was a crazy president. So half our president, not half, but like a decent amount of our earlier presidents owned slaves. Like, I don't know what to tell you. America, like, America was built on the backs of slaves. Like, we were in a horrible country to begin with. We're just... Let's not go completely existential, but to realize that you're in a country that's completely built off of racism and classism and misogyny and eventually homophobia when they figured out that gay people exist. It's just wild to see how divided of a country we've always been and then watch people claim that, you know, we're making it better now. 
or like we're somehow making it great again as like what is the again referring to i've never knew i think the implication was that oh we're gonna have a white republican president again woohoo that's what it felt like but uh it's never been good Obama was a war criminal. I don't want anybody fighting for Obama in the- in- no one comments. This is on Spotify. But, like, oh, you gotta let Obama go, too, eventually. And I'm honestly preaching to the choir here. Anybody who listens to me probably knows that, like, American democracy is a fucking joke. But, like, it's so crazy to see people blindly trust in it today and, like, really have faith that we are being protected by our government. Our government protects the rich and the and the successful and the powerful. And that's it. And I'm, and most Western democracy is like that, unfortunately, based off of money. But for some reason, we see communism as evil and corrupt just because it's not based off of wealth, question mark? I don't know. I don't have an answer to any of this. It's just existentialism at this point. It's just me going through a cycle of like, oh, we're in a safe enough place right now to, oh, it got better because Biden was elected, to no, this country will never be a good place to live, to the world's on fire, to we're going to have a civil war, to this and that and this and that. The thing is, because of, like, what Trump did the past four years. We have, like, no allies left that care about us. So if they see that America's in the middle of a civil war, they're not getting involved. And good! They shouldn't! They shouldn't have to! It would be nice if they, well, if they were, you know, for the right side, I guess, but, like, Imagine, like, our allies helping Trump supporters. I cannot. I mean, maybe they'd be able to help us if they knew they were fighting against what Trump stood for. I don't know if they would care that much. The world has better things to do and better things to offer than help to America. And I stand by that. Period. Okay. Um, this is another short episode. I'm sorry my brain is completely fried right now. Um, I hope you enjoyed my little breakdown there. Um... Still working on my tier changes. Again, that'll hopefully be done by the end of the year. Um, until then, just hang in there. You can unsubscribe if you need to. Nothing's really happening with my patrons right now. But if you want to stay subscribed, you'll get first access to all the new stuff. So I'm going to read my patrons right now. Thank you guys for listening and keeping up with me, even though it's been a really rough couple of weeks podcast-wise. supposed to have one with Haley. Everything got kind of pushed back. Um, if I make one with her tomorrow, I'll have one for next week. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's been, it's been a long week and just things just keep going wrong. Um, I'm just trying to vibe, you know? Michael Linehan, Taylor Marshall, Lex Henderson, Molly, Mary Cabral, Holly Rapkin, Kat, Shelby Church, Caitlin St. Louis, my mom, uh, Max, and Haley Park. Thank you guys all so very much. The love is always with you constantly. I, I just, I'm so happy you guys make me so happy. And I'm done. I will talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye.